Jeffrey Davis. Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. Uh, you know, we have uh, some really interesting entrepreneurs in the studio, and I always say entrepreneurs take many shapes and sizes. Uh, this entrepreneur is being brought to us uh, uh, as a result of Steve Schwartz, Sizzle PR. Steve's going to be in the studio right now talking to us, but let me introduce first Keva Much to Buy. And uh, Kava, you're, uh, you represent Artscope, New England's cultural magazine, correct? Yes, correct. Thanks for having Did me. Did I get everything right, including your name? Absolutely. Okay, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve Schwartz, welcome back. Thank you. Did you run here through the studio? Uh, not yet. I'm still uh, rec- getting my hip back in place, but I walked quickly. Well, I just want to tell our listeners, uh, uh, Kava, before you start, that you presented me with your magazine, and uh, I can say this in t- with total confidence. It is one of the most beautiful magazines I've ever seen in New England. Thank you. Uh, it is so slick and professional. Every page is loaded with advertising and stories about artists and art uh, things that are going on throughout New England. I was so shocked to see such a high-end magazine, and I really, kudos to you and your partners. Uh, now tell us about the magazine and the business. Appreciate it. Yes, Artscope is a timely, bi-monthly publication in print available in almost 700 locations throughout New England. You can find it in museums, art centers, galleries, as well as in the metro Boston area uh, at hotels and cafes. It also is a seamless publication uh, in a digital format. We have a bi-weekly email blast that complements the issue with more stories, as well as an online zine that covers daily or even you know weekly exhibits, artist profiles, theater performances, and so forth. Now, a magazine like this uh, takes a little bit of money to get going and get uh, every month, and I, I see there's a lot of advertising in it, which is a good sign. So clearly you've built a full organization to support this. But tell us a little bit about, you know, the building of the organization to to support this. And how did you fund it in the beginning? Yes. uh, When we started, uh, essentially, uh, some of the advertisers in place were familiar with me. And I had, uh, you know, reached out to them and asked them, you know, whether they want to uh, continue and work in a fashion uh, in a sense, working to get information out and content for uh, a window for exhibits when they are, uh, you know, when they're out. Everyone knows when the next, for example, movie theater uh, show is out, but no one knows when the next, you know, uh, art exhibit may be out uh, or understand how they can go and participate with the work or where that inspiration came from. Uh, so in terms of, uh, I saw a void and, and this window of opportunity where people can uh, go and attend the, the exhibits uh, and create a content uh, in, in a, you know, a, a in a readership around that with an audience uh, and an active audience. A number of the advertisers said, yes, you know, we like what you're doing. We want to work with that. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, we worked with a managing editor, Brian Goslow. Uh, He's, you know, had extensive uh, editorial experience uh, and a number of contributing writers, some who have written for The Globe, uh, The Berkshire Eagle, a number of uh, well-known publications. I think some may have even, you know, written for The New Yorker. Uh, And and in, in terms of, creating timely access and, and covering exhibits while the issue is out. So if it's a, if it's a show, you can see it's in the issue. You know, I, again, some of the artwork in here is just, it makes my jaw drop. I'm trying to f- figure out, you know, about some of the stuff. But again, uh, is what business were you in before this? Uh, before this, I was a management consultant. Uh, I was did. Uh, oh, you uh, have to pick on <laughs> me now. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, my background comes in uh, an educational background from astrophysics and business administration. And uh, so you w- fell into this. This I was sh- an entrepreneurial venture, not a. 
an art venture. Right. This was a, right, a passion venture, an entrepreneurial venture, working in a creative format that entrepreneurs do. So it happens to be the art in, of business in the business of art. Uh, in my consulting background, I lived in Philadelphia and I traveled to live in South Africa and Europe implementing operations strategy for the Fortune 500 or the Fortune 100, uh, you know, saving them millions. But I had a lot of questions saying, you know, what's this? is this the script, right? Is this what we do in life? I've been there. And, mm -hmm. uh, and asking those questions and understanding who we are in human relationships, uh, you know, we started to go out and be around more uh, art, uh, oriental rugs, textiles, I got involved in that sort of business, and in terms of everything, you know, I started to see the richness around all this work being done, uh, and I said, how can more and more people be around it? You know, uh, I would think that Boston is a, g a good market uh, for artwork, but before I, we continue with that, uh, I want to remind everybody that this is Radio Entrepreneurs, and we are speaking with Kava Muchtabai of uh, Artscope, and uh, my associate's impressed that I can say your name. Uh, but I, uh, I, I was saying, you know, Boston is not. A, it, it is a rel relatively successful market in North America. There's a fair amount of affluence in this market, and I bet you there's a lot of art being bought. Absolutely, we're seeing more and more being bought. There's the global actually market that's about sixty billion dollars. The United States has twenty nine percent of that share. That's you, quite disproportionate. Uh, yes, uh, Europe has about thirty three, and China has about thirty four. But I you're combining all of Europe to, to compared together, to the United States. Compared to the United States, and you also have an average transaction that's remained fairly consistent over the past five years. And you have an average transaction rate of about sixteen hundred thirty dollars per work purchased. That's raised about $400 in, over the past I'm five sure years. I'm sure there's some at the high end that are throwing that whole curve off. Yes. So you do have a whole number of, uh, of, of people who are looking to purchase more work. And what we're doing is as we're creating exposure for the artists uh, directly and you know, you're creating a, a way of uh, people in the public uh, accessing that work, you're starting to see more and more activity and purchasing around that number. Uh, you do have an affluent market. You do have people looking for work, and now they're seeing where they can purchase the work. It's, in a sense, a, a democratization of art, as we call it. It's now, yeah, how many times a year does this magazine come out? Come out. It's bi-monthly. It comes out six times a year. Uh, so the January-February issue is out currently, and our anniversary issue, our seventh anniversary issue, is coming out in the March-April issue. Uh, and uh, this is a controlled circulation. You have to just ask to be on it because I notice you have a lot of advertising. I'm assuming they're paying for the magazine. Yeah, it is. Uh, you have to. It's in a number of locations that are open to the public, but in galleries and art centers and museums uh, where, yes, people can pick up the issue. They can actually pick it up for free there, and it creates a, a length of activity. Do you mail it to anyone? We do. We have subscribers. We have subscribers from you know the area of New England. We have New York, California. Uh, you know, down it's quite a coffee table magazine as well. Do people tell you that? I mean, it's people, a who's who of art, and it's a who's who of advertisers in New England. It's the, it's the, it really is. I hate to use the expression. It's so cliche, creme de la creme. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> appreciate it. Yes, it is. Uh, people are learning about the work in the context and the content, and actually, you know, seeing where they can get the work. And the way we develop the content with our editors is uh, in a journalistic format, they're listening and the writers are, are on the ground listening to what's coming up, what's emerging, what's established, and we follow a tenant, a guiding principle with a Benjamin Franklin place for the press called, you know, he saw press's value as an important exchange of information. 
it's important of exchange of information. And in that sense, we, we listen to everyone, collaborate, uh, and in a cooperative you know, approach, trust and work with that passion and in the content, and people are really resonating with that. Well, I just found on uh, page, I don't know what page it is, cause, you know, uh, page 52, I think, my grandmother in a painting. It's unbelievable. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful painting. You know, in today's world, uh, magazines are closing down and newspapers are closing down. They're going digital and you're not. You're growing a magazine. I've actually spoken to some editors, you know, for example, at, uh, <clears throat> at timing places. They saw, I've asked them, I've, I've talked to them, I've, I've asked, you know, their professional opinion and, and trusted them. And with what we're doing, and they said this is exactly where print needs to go, high-end niche, and art is a tangible media in itself. Uh, and not only are we working in, uh, you know, the printish, you know, in a print format where people can understand the work and learn uh, and, and attend and, and be a part of it and purchase it, but also we do have emails and online, and we actually have a aggregated news feed with breaking news content through Twitter feeds you know for everyone so everything's actually in context people can read through the issue people can read you know the emails uh, free they can look at it online and in context as opposed to the diffuse nature of the internet and the web uh, they can glean information learn and be empowered by that information have ex at the same time artists can get exposure uh, and uh, you know, and the advertiser actually along with it to reach those, you know, reach and, and work along with that audience. Uh, you know, Steve Schwartz, uh, uh, Schwartz, uh, thank you for bringing uh, Kava in. Uh, if somebody wants to get hold of you, Kava, how would they find you? Learn more about the magazine. Absolutely, they can. Uh, we're actually our offices are, are locally, you know, located at Quin in Quincy. We can. They can. E Contact us at artscopemagazine.com. It's artscopemagazine.com. They can call us anytime, 617-639-5771, or email us at info at artscopemagazine.com. Steve, if someone wants to get hold of you. Uh, yes, it's... Uh, Mr. Sizzle. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> it's uh, Steve Swartz. It's Steven, S-T-E-V-E-N, at sizzlepr, just like it sounds, dot com. And the number is 978 265 4934. Before we go, can I make one more comment? Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that uh, is exciting about working with Artscope and working with Kava uh, is as part of being the creative economy. Uh, everything now today, because of the web and because of just the way we live, is visual. And uh, seeing what's happening from a business standpoint in the creative economy, I mean, Artscope is, uh, is a tremendous example of how uh, Taking something that actually works, a magazine, and making it work in this environment is uh, its uh, really quite exciting. It's quite uh, an accomplishment. Yeah, we're very proud of, uh, of working with uh, Kava. Great. Uh, thanks, guys, for being on Kava. We're going to have you on again, we hope. Thank you. And we're going to learn. We're going to have some of your artists who are entrepreneurs as well. Absolutely. I'd love to bring Great. them on. Uh, this is Radio Entrepreneurs. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after these messages.